Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Now, at the end of 2023, we heard the bloody brilliant news about the Irish actors that are up for Golden Globes. And it got us thinking about awards season. The red carpets, the glitz, the glam. So we decided to ask pop culture and entertainment expert Deirdre Malumbi to come in and look forward to it all. Deirdre, how are you? How are you? I'm very well. I'm excited to chat to you because obviously on my day to day, I usually talk entertainment and award season for me is hugely exciting for so many different reasons. And you are an expert at this. So I want to start with the front runners for the big prizes. Yeah, so it's mad that the Golden Globes has kind of just crept up on everyone this year. It actually takes place this weekend, if you can believe it. And then on uh, January 23rd, we're going to be hearing the Oscar nominations and on March 10th we'll be hearing um, all the Oscar winners so it's been kind of a weird season I think it's as well because we're coming off the back of the strikes and everything at the end of last year people were wondering are the award ceremonies even going to go ahead this year I didn't think they would yeah yeah. so everything kind of wrapped up just in time and we have gotten our nominations in and everything and I think that the category that is probably going to be of the most interest at least from an Irish perspective um, at this year's Golden Globes is best performance in a motion picture drama by an actor we have three Irish nominees in there. That's if you can incredible. believe, incredible! It is amazing. Have we ever had that many? I'm not sure that we have. No, not in that particular uh, category, anyway. Uh, but we do have Barry Keoghan, who is representing us from Saltburn now. People probably saw the tweets over Christmas. A lot of people decided to watch that as their family movie. Probably a mistake. Uh, but that's available to stream on Prime Video now if you want to check it out. Um, Killian Murphy has been nominated for Oppenheimer. If I were to put my money on one of them getting it, I'd probably put it on Killian, to be honest, because he gives just such an incredible uh, performance as uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. And then we have Andrew Scott, who is nominated for All of Us Strangers. Now, I haven't seen this one yet. It's coming out in Ireland later this month. Uh, Paul Mescal co-stars in it and it's this kind of weird drama slash ghost story from what I hear. So I'm it's a just huge Andrew Scott strange. fan. Yeah, he I, is I just fantastic. think he's incredible. But you, you said you put your money on Killian. Now, are you saying that out of the three Irish or are you saying that out of the whole category? Has he potential to actually win it? I'd say that out of the three Irish, it is going to be a tough call. Um, the other nominees we have in there is Bradley Cooper is there from Maestro. Maestro is an interesting one this year in that I think it's going to get a lot of the nominations, but is it necessarily going to get the wins? I kind of wonder if it's one of those I heard it's a um, nominations. I Would you believe I saw it and I did quite like it, but I'm quite into the whole music and biopic kind of scene. Um, I loved Carrie Mulligan in it. If my, if my money again was on anyone to win, I'd kind of give it to her. But then and I'm also just a super fan of hers and I love her in absolutely everything. And then you have Leonardo DiCaprio nominated for Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, I personally don't think it's his best performance and it's kind of like, well, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. We have to give him the nomination. And then the other um, person who's nominated there is Coleman Domingo uh, for Rustin, which is um, available actually to stream on Netflix now. He might be something of a dark horse in this race, um, but I do think Killian Murphy has a genuine shot. Generally, with these kind of the big content 
contenders, the big categories, is there a consensus amongst those within the industry of who's going to take it? Like for best director, best picture, all that, all those big ones. Is there a feeling that people know beforehand, well, we know who's got this in the bag? I mean, it's. I think that this year has been really, really interesting because there hasn't been any one particular feature or any one performance that's absolutely got everyone's attention. You know, like you think about last year and I think that even from very early on in the award season, everyone was saying everything everywhere all at once. That's going to absolutely sweep the board. And then it did. But this year has been interesting. We've had some really kind of interesting uh, nominated movies in there. Um, Oppenheimer, a lot of people are saying, will this finally be the year that Christopher Nolan wins Best Director? Because, you know, he is kind of one of the great directors of our time. Other people are saying, will it be Killers of the Flower Moon? Will it go to uh, Martin Scorsese, who's such a kind of stalwart in the industry? Other people are Uh, saying, Surely Christopher Nolan's at his peak now. It has to be his year. I hope so. I hope so. I think that I think that he deserve it for this particular movie because it's funny. Even though it wouldn't be my personal favorite Christopher Nolan uh, movie, but then he's done you know such extraordinary work across like the Batman movies, the Prestige, um, Insomnia, etc. Um, I do think it's so perfectly directed that I think that he deserves it. And then other people are saying like, look. This was the year of Barbenheimer. Why aren't we giving the Best Picture Award to Barbie or Oppenheimer? But you mentioned Martin Scorsese and his extremely long film, but it's a serious contender. Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, across multiple categories, do you think it's going to take home a few different things or do you think it's just a contender for the big ones? I think that it certainly has a shot of winning Best Picture just because I feel like it's one of those years where people are just so divided. Other people absolutely love uh, Past Lives, which is an interesting one because it was out quite a bit earlier compared to the other nominations. But if you look at any of the kind of best movies of the year from uh, 2023, a lot of people were saying Best Lives was the best picture. And for my money, it is the best picture I saw last year. Killers of the Flag it is quite long it's quite violent and quite brutal but it is a very powerful feature as well I think that Lily Gladstone has a really good chance of winning Best Doctor she was absolutely extraordinary in that film she really blew me out of the water I think Robert De Niro could also get a Best Supporting Actor uh, nomination if not a win out of this because he's just so like we've seen Robert De Niro in more recent years and he kind of goes for like these really silly comedy kind of movies like what was a Dirty Grandpa or Bad Grandpa I always get mixed up between the two but like it's it's one of the worst comedies ever but seeing him return to drama and seeing him return to work with Martin Scorsese he's just incredible in this movie he is so sinister and you I really can't You do forget what an incredible actor he is because mm-hmm. he's there teaching Jinxie how to use the toilet and, and then you forget <laughs> who he is he's Robert De Niro but um did I read you have a theory about best original screenplay? Best original screenplay. Okay, I think this is going to go to Barbie. And I'll tell you why. Although, would it be best original or best adapted? But I think that Barbie is going to take home a screenplay win. And I'll tell you why. I think that, unfortunately, people kind of get nervous around movies like Barbie because is it too feminist? Is it too pink? Blah, blah, blah. I think it's probably going to take home a screenplay award, which I kind of see as a consolation prize. I think that that's kind of sad, but that's the truth of it. And I think that Barbie will also take home a few of the technical awards. I know some people have been saying Ryan Gosling for Best Supporting Actor for his role of Ken, and he is absolutely brilliant in it. I think that he has a really good chance um, at at the Golden Globe, certainly. But will he actually win for... um, um, will he actually win I the Oscar? Think... I, I don't know. It's it's a stretch. I mean, it's such a kind of kooky, crazy uh, performance. 
I just, uh, but (laughs) I would love in the same breath to see the Oscars do something a little bit different and give an award for and a performance like that. I mean, a lot of people think that the Oscars kind of fear change, Mm -hmm. you know, that they, you know, would you agree? Is that fair? Yeah, I think that there's kind of a balance between they're looking at kind of the artistic side of cinema. And I think that's why a film like Poor Things could end up being a dark horse. That's the latest film from Yorgos Lanthimos. People might remember he did um, Killing of a Sacred Deer. He did uh, The Favourite, which ended up taking a few um, Oscars a few years ago. It's a very, very strange movie. I would say it likes Saltburn. Don't watch it with your family, (laughs) particularly not your parents. There's some awkward scenes in it let's okay. just say that um, but yeah something like Poor Things could end up winning or Killers of the Flower Moon if the Oscars ends up leaning towards that artistic um, kind of sensibility but then there are kind of the more popular films and I think something like the Golden Globes which we'll see this weekend is quite interesting because it, this year it has a cinematic and box office achievement award and the nominees in there it's just really interesting to see kind of how how many great movies we did actually have last year in fairness but in there we have Barbie nominated Guardians of the Galaxy the new John Wick the new Mission Impossible Oppenheimer uh, the new Spider-Man movie even Taylor Swift the Eras tour is nominated the in there boat. <laughs> Taylor Swift could end up going home with that culture. and you know what with the year she's had I would not be surprised um, you mentioned poor things there that's probably part of would it be fair to say like a couple of the less massive movies that were out over the past while, like Mastro, The Holdovers, Zone of Interest, Past Lives, these kind of ones that were brilliant, obviously in their own right, but not as spoken about in an industry that was dominated by Barbenheimer. So those movies, what can you tell us about them and their chances and where they might fit in in the award season? So Poor Things is actually, and this is why it's also weird always talking about the awards here in Ireland because while in America they kind of get a lot of them around November, December, we're only getting a lot of these around now. So uh, Poor Things, for example, that is out um, next week. And then The Holdovers, I don't think is out until February. Uh, That's an interesting one though. That's directed by Alexander Payne, who people might remember. He did Sideways and The Descendants. Uh, which were also kind of, uh, they got a few like nominations at the Oscars, but not necessarily wins, except for I think that George Clooney won for Best Actor for The Descendants. Um, But this is kind of one of those really nice, like feel good movies. It's set in a a high school where one of the kids has been left behind. So a teacher and I think the cook have to stay behind with him in the sporting school. And it just looks like one of those kind of feel good type of movies. Uh, The Zone of Interest is uh, kind of the really heavy World War II ones. It's an Auschwitz drama, which looks looks at things from the perspective of a Rudolf Hulse who was like the commandant there and he's wow. trying to make everything very normal for his family so there's kind of some like dark undertones in that movie as you can imagine and Anatomy of a Fall has been kind of talked about as a dark horse as well this one the Pam Door last year and it's a court case in which um, a, a woman is accused of uh, murdering her husband and her daughter is asked to testify so that's kind of a really interesting um, I think that's a foreign language movie as well so it's really hard to say exactly who is going to win this year. There just hasn't been kind of a clear front runner. Um, And the Golden Globes might give us an idea of who will ultimately be nominated and perhaps win at the Oscars. But it's still kind of a hard thing to say. And Golden Globes are also quite interesting in that they divide the categories in that you have 
the musical or comedy, which is always interesting what they consider a musical or comedy. Like something like Wonka has a few nominations in there, but then you also have like a movie like Saltbird, I would definitely put in musical or comedy, but that's in the other category, which is drama. So then you get kind of more winners as a result, but it's unclear if those will ultimately go on to win the Oscars. And there have been people in the past who have won the Golden Globes who haven't gone on yeah, to win the Oscars. Yeah, this is actually what I wanted to ask you. So like with the other awards like Golden Globes and SAG Awards, mm-hmm. loads of people say, oh, keep your eyes on them because that's a really good indication of who's going to get the Oscar. I always kind of think, I feel it's almost more like the consolation prize. Yeah. I, I don't ever see, well, I know it happens, but do, would you agree? Do you think it's more like the consolation prize or yeah. is it more of a precursor for who's going to win the Oscar? Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. Um, I mean, it's because within the industry, something like, um, you know, the Producer Guild Awards or the Screen Actor Guild Awards, those are like really respected within the industry. But like, we wouldn't be able to say who won like the SAG Awards no, last year or anything no. like that. But sometimes they can be quite a strong um, indicator. Like I know for the PGA Awards, for example, um, there's something like... M- the vast majority of movies that have won Best Picture in that award ceremony have gone on to win the Best Picture Oscar, even if they haven't won the Golden Globe. So you can get some interesting um, indications here. Are they in touch with each other? So so they're different. So basically, there's the Producers Guild and then um, the Oscars would be much bigger. That would be the Academy who votes for those. And the Academy, now it's taken a very long time for change to happen for for the longest time it was a lot of kind of middle-aged you know very dull men who kind yeah. of dominated the academy but even if you've been following in the last say five to ten years um, you know all of the individuals who they have you know invited to the academy since they are trying to get more diverse voices they are trying to get more young voices and I think that's why particularly in recent years we have seen films like Everything er- uh, everything everywhere all at once or even Parasite kind of go on to win Best Picture because we are finally seeing like younger voices rather than you know the guys who you know voted for a green book to win the Best yeah, Picture Yeah but are, are the people at the Golden Globes picking up the phone to the people at the Oscars going here lads we're going to give it to so and so so as they feel like they got something so you can give it to DiCaprio I mean I, I it's it's impossible to know exactly what's kind of going on I'd behind love to know doors, what those phone calls are yeah. I really I'd love to know are they in touch with each other or is it complete envelopes and stuff. yeah or <laughs> is it completely independent or yeah. what's going on because it's a game yeah people always say oh they didn't play the game properly they didn't do the promotional route for the film or um, like there's a huge amount of work that goes into getting an award like that it's yeah. not just about the movie I think it is promotion I think plays a huge part in it like you see if you go onto like kind of the industry websites like Variety Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that like you'll see the big banners for movies like Past Lives Killers of the Flower Moon and you'll get these individual studios kind of putting a huge marketing budget behind these films but then sometimes you get a film like Everything Everywhere All at Once I remember not necessarily seeing a lot of ads for it but I saw a lot of talk about it on social media so I'm wondering if that's starting to be more of an influencing factor and even who was it uh, last year who was nominated Andrea Riseborough and there was absolutely nothing behind um, her nomination except for there were a lot of um, fellow actresses who were saying she gives an extraordinary performance in this movie and then she ended up getting an Oscar nomination which people were kind of really shocked by so there are kind of some interesting um, things that are happening within the industry with regards to who is kind of ultimately going to get the nomination who is ultimately going to get the win and it's kind of too early days to say exactly where the influences are but I think that people can't under 
underestimate the power of social media, particularly after how things went last year. Absolutely. And I think it's definitely an interesting one to watch because that traditional form of promoting the movie and doing the rounds, I think it's falling Mm-hmm. And I, I, think I, so I do too. think social media is going to be playing a much bigger part in the future. But now this might be hard for you to do. But if you had to choose now, I'm going to ask you, who is your own personal vote for best film? For best film? Oh, well, see, I... I no, no, per- no. You just have to... <laughs> my na- personal vote would be Past Lives. Okay. But I think Killers of the Flower Moon will probably win. Best actor? Best actor. Ooh, I. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put it on Killian Murphy. I have faith in him. Best actress. Give it to him. Ooh, that's that's a really tough one as well. I think maybe Lily Gladstone or maybe Emma Stone for poor things, but probably Lily Gladstone. Best director. Best director. Uh sure, let's let's give it to Christopher Nolan. Woo! He deserves it. Okay, well we'll see how that pans out. Hopefully come back to you with more. Um and like I'm really, really hoping that next time you're on with us we'll be able to say there were a ton of Irish awards. I hope so. I really do. Anyway, pop culture and entertainment expert, dear Jermalumbi, thanks for coming in to us today. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.